0: On today's episode, author Brooke Hazen discusses the power that addiction can have over the mind and how the deep, widespread addiction that is pornography is damaging relationships and physical bodies. But there is always hope. Brooke discusses his own personal experience in overcoming porn addiction through God's grace and restoration. He challenges couples to spend energy on other soul bonding and connecting physical activities aside from just sex in order to break the addiction to sexual release. Brooke shares his own story of discovering that he had porn-induced erectile dysfunction, also known as P-I-E-D, but not until after he had already received multiple prescriptions that were not helping him in any capacity. So you guys, this is such a unique perspective and topic, and one that would be great for you to listen to with your spouse and discuss in detail. For a full conversation on sex and emotional, physical, and spiritual intimacy with a biblical foundation, make sure to check out our Sex and Intimacy Project for Couples, this is an intentional, in depth video course created by Jesse and me, along with a practical, implementable, actionable workbook to help you and your spouse strengthen your relationship and continue creating your own foundation upon Jesus. For more episodes like this, be sure to listen in to my full Sex and Christianity series. And let's jump into today's episode. Hey, friends, we were
1: never promised that life would be easy. Sometimes it is hard and super crazy, but when we do life together, we find that it becomes a lot easier and much more fun. I believe in joyful life, in happy parenting, healthy marriages, long-lasting friendships, and making perfect memories in imperfect homes. I love to dig deep and talk about the really raw things that people are not always comfortable discussing, and I'm also passionate about sharing practical tips that have helped me to help you navigate through life less stressfully and more purposefully. We will laugh together and struggle together. You will hear honest insights on strengthening your faith and your marriage, parenthood, how-tos, and so much more so that you can live life and live it with joy. I am Lindsay Maestas, welcome to the Living Easy Podcast. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the living easy podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. It is a sunny day in Franklin, Tennessee, and my heart is full. I'm looking out the window right now. I'm so excited to be here today with Brooke Hazen. He's the author of you are not broken a holistic guide for men and women to heal the pathways of sexual dysfunction and restore relational harmony together. So as you all know, we talk about sex, intimacy, relationships on this podcast regularly, but I'm really excited to talk about something that we have not addressed before, which is sexual dysfunction with Brooke Hazen. So, Hey, Brooke, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you so much. It's a pleasure being on
1: Of course. So I would love to hear just a little bit of your story and your background. How did you get to this point about writing about sex and intimacy and sexual dysfunction and what compelled you to get to that point?
2: Well, I made a promise to God, uh, that I would write a book and now I'm doing podcasts, but this has been the most beautiful journey of my life. Uh, it's been so unbelievable. What's happened to me. What started off about three or four years ago with symptoms of sexual dysfunction of erectile dysfunction has become a healing journey of my entire body, mind, and soul. And what happened was uh, when I started experiencing these, these symptoms, I immediately reached out to my naturopath doctor and he recommended sildenafil, Viagra, and, um, and I tried that and it didn't really work. And the reason I found out later was because it was completely misprescribed and misdiagnosed. It, this was a, a blood enhancer, flow enhancer, pharmaceutical for what I later found out I had, which is very common and we'll get into later in the podcast was neurologically-based ED or porn-induced ED. So this was one of the most traumatic times of my life. I can still feel the suffering that I was experiencing when I think back. And so many millions are going through right now because I had not only the fears and the confusion and trauma around ED symptoms and not knowing where that was taking me, but I also was experiencing side effects of experimenting with different ED drugs that were not working. Um, in addition, I was also experiencing at the time I didn't know I was, but all the side effects of watching pornography and ejaculating to pornography and the dopamine crashes that, that that creates. So I had so many things coming together at that time, Mm -hmm. um, that was so overwhelming. And during this time, I was of course, praying to God and it got to a point where, I was running out of options. And rather than having a prayer that was more control based, where I was trying to, you know, ask for a specific drug that was natural and that didn't have side effects and worked, I had no choice but to let go completely into God's arms because I had no more answers and there was no guidance for what I was going through. So I was all on my own, but I was with God. And when I let go completely to God. That's when my journey began. And I really believe that it's this letting go of the negative habits, the addictions, the fears, the myths, the preconceptions, misconceptions, and the pressure from society, corporations, family, and peers. Letting go of that allows the light of God to come into our lives again. And it also allows the uh, healing of God to come into our lives because God is the ultimate holistic healer. And we have the innate intelligence in every cell of our body to restore perfect balance and health. The other thing that letting go does is it unleashes the unlimited potential of our mind. And I think back, why did God lead me first to your brain on porn website when I was completely lost because God wants us to know that letting go of of all the things I mentioned before, these addictions were so much more than a scarlet letter or being dependent on a pill. When we have God, the ultimate holistic healer, showing us the way to not only recover our sexual health naturally, but also our relationships and our minds, and our physical health. God wanted to show us all that this is the launching pad, the foundation for transformation in our lives, the transformation I've experienced and so many people like me that go through this this process of quitting pornography and masturbation. uh, But we cannot do it without first letting go of the addictions and having a clean neurology, and we'll talk about neurology, and a pure mind. Um, That's what God wants us to have.
1: Yeah, I agree. Thank you for sharing that. And I would love, I have a lot of listeners who are wives and who are moms, and I would love if you would be willing to share a little bit of your background with pornography. You know, now the average age of seeing pornography for young boys, eight years old, which is Mm. just devastating and something that I hope to protect my children from shield them from, but there's only so much that you can do, you know? And I'm just curious, you know, what was the starting point for you? Was that something that you saw just at home? You came across accidentally, it was at a friend's house. And what are maybe some steps or things that maybe your family could have done or a teacher or guardian could have done to help prevent that from happening?
2: Well, there's uh, I'm friends with Marnia Robinson, who wrote Cupid's Poisoned Arrow, and her husband, um, who just passed away last year, unfortunately, um, Gary Wilson, who wrote Your Brain on Porn. And there's others that are in this no fat movement that are, but these are the core people that have brought out the science now to show us what's actually happening because it's very mind blowing. We think that our you know, our culture makes us think it's kind of benign. They're fighting this this battle against the porn industry, which is massive. And it's really a uphill battle. I mean, we're seeing the results of now two decade long, massive experiment on the public, on the world with free pornography. And the results are in now and it's harrowing. What we're seeing is, is an entire generation of young men incapable of having the first sexual experience of their lives and incapable of any meaningful, deep, connective relationship. And it's not just young men, but it's also women too. It's just that men are addicted to pornography. Estimates are around 80% of men watch it weekly, which we know it's more than just once a week. And then women, 26%. So anyone that has a neurology, that has a brain, is subject to this. So it's not just young people, it's everyone. It's young, old men, young and old women. And you know, it truly is an addiction. That's what we're we're just not looking at the truth here at the science, because first we have to understand that what happens with with a male, we'll talk about men and why they're so addicted to pornography. It's because you have to first understand that when a male ejaculates, they go through an intense refractory period where they're, you know, replenishing all their resources that they've lost the most precious resources in our body capable of producing a life, right? Yeah. Um, and so they go through a process of depletion where dopamine crashes at the moment of semen release. It's not just ejaculation, but it's the release of the of those vital fluids and then prolactin rises. And so this causes uh, massive mood swings, fatigue, and distancing in the relationship as the body shuts down and focuses completely on just replacing the vital, precious sperm. So that's the process. When you combine that with pornography, which is a super stimulus, this constant novelty that we're seeing. You have this super stimulus, addictive, basically a drug. It's actually the brain is fascinating. The brain cannot tell the difference between a physical addiction to like a cocaine or morphine and a neurological addiction to the super stimulus of watching and ejaculating pornography. And in fact, we see the same drop in dopamine levels with porn addicts as we see with cocaine and morphine addicts, which is right there. It's clear that we're dealing with an addiction and we're not recognizing it. So What we're seeing is men, you know, their brains actually believe that what they're seeing is real. And so their brains believe that they're actually in relationship with the women that they are ejaculating to. They believe that this is real Mm -hmm. and that they're having a highly successful campaign of mating behavior, which is the goal of Spreading maximum genetic diversity to novel mate selection. What happens is there's a process of desensitization that happens, just like you have with any dopamine addiction. We have dopamine addictions with drugs, with alcohol, with food, and with pornography. And so this desensitization takes place where it takes an increasingly more novel amount of material to get the same level of dopamine. So every time a man ejaculates to pornography, they get their dopamine continues to decrease lower and lower and lower. Now dopamine, I, I want to make it easy to understand because it's really our will. It's the will of, it's our willpower. It's our determination, our inspiration. So when we have men addicted to and drastically depleted levels of dopamine, they're lacking this will, not only in their sexually, but in their physical lives, in their relational lives. They're unable to connect in their relationships. And I'll get into what I've identified as the three different types of ED. There is obviously what I think is probably the most common form of ED is neurologically based ED, porn-induced ED. And I actually think that this should be the number one start diagnosis for anyone that's experiencing symptoms of ED. I do not think they should go to blood enhancing drugs right away. Um, I think that's a misprescription. I think that's Western medicine's only solution for any sort of healthcare is pharmaceutical or surgical, but they're never going to provide holistic preventative and curative healing modalities.
1: I am curious um, as you speak on on that. And thank you for sharing. I mean, thank you for sharing your story as well, because I know that that takes vulnerability, but I am curious (laughs) as you kind of started processing through these things and realizing the effect that they were having on you in your own life, what steps were you taking to overcome the addiction? Because you're realizing the addiction, you're being made aware of the addiction and your body's physical response to it. What were your steps in working to overcome that addiction?
2: Yeah. Great question. Basically what I did is I made a deep connection to the suffering I was experiencing, the depression, the loss of confidence was caused by pornography. And Mm -hmm. I just wanted an opportunity to have determinations of my own life. While this is a very simple solution, just all of this is free. All of this is God's clear signs to us just to simply give up the addiction, simply stop watching pornography. It's not easy. I've seen men struggle over and over and over with knowing and seeing what the benefits they can have by quitting the PMO, the pornography, masturbation, orgasm addiction, but being unable to because, and I believe it's because you have to make that deep connection. You have to be able to to connect to, this is harming my life. I'm not able to live fulfilling a life, not only sexually, but in relationship and physically with my physical health because of this. Um, It's inseparable, actually. It's kind of fascinating. What I've discovered is that sexual health is inseparable from relationships Mm -hmm. um, because because the, the combining factor is neurology. It is this dopamine, we can definitely have relationship dysfunction from, for the same reasons we have sexual dysfunction because Mm -hmm. we are practicing these mating behaviors, which are focused on novelty and the the sole goal of climax Mm -hmm. and not practicing bonding behaviors. And that's what we can get into next, which is there's also incredible hope for relationships too, with these practicing bonding behaviors and
1: Yeah. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Like what <laughs> specifically does that mean? Yeah. And, and how do people okay. kind of have that awareness of that in their own lives?
2: Yeah. So um, mating and bonding behaviors have evolved over hundreds of thousands of years in our neurology. And basically mating behavior is the sole goal of uh, spreading maximum genetic diversity with novel mates. Um, and there's really no end to that search. And it's based on satiety that at a certain point, a male feels that he is procreated with this other beautiful being, but really uh, is moving on to the next novel opportunity to spread maximum genetic diversity. Now, this is sort of subconscious. So men do not realize this is happening, but they get this w- with pornography and they, they then transfer these type of behaviors into the relationship. Bonding behaviors have evolved for the same amount of time and are equally powerful. The mating behaviors are based on dopamine spike and dopamine crashes, on dopamine addiction. The bonding behaviors are based on oxytocin. It's that feel-good hormone we've all heard about. And it's it's evolved around family, friends, society, our relationships. And, and it's not focused on just the... Sole goal of ejaculation. It's based on deep eye gazing, slow building foreplay, deep listening, honor and respecting the feelings and the heart and soul of the being that's in front of you that's that's your your life partner or someone that you're wanting to have a committed relationship with. Also meaningful touch, hugging, hand holding, all these, you know, but mainly just refraining from the goal of sex with. Reaching climax. That's what we're trying to get away from and have this whole dance rather than this soul-driven singular act Connection. or goal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so what Eastern traditions have realized is that for millennia is that you can actually supplant these this intense drive of mating type behaviors, which is really kind of impossible to fully suppress and get rid of, but you can supplant it gently with these bonding behaviors and get the same results we're looking for, meet the same demands of our mating brain, mating behavior drive, but get the meaningful goals we want, which is meaningful relationship, connection, the epidemic of divorces that we're seeing take place. And that's why Marnia Robinson, she wrote a review for my book, by the way, and we've become friends. She wrote the book, Cupid's Poisoned Arrow, which is, I recommend it everyone to read when they're in a relationship or starting a relationship. Anyone should read it to show why we keep repeating these same cycles in relationships yeah. and the neurology of pornography, the neurology of divorce of these, you know, mating and versus bonding behaviors now shows us clearly that we have tools to build not only a healthy mind and neurology, but also healthy relationships and a healthy physical life, physical body, having this healthy neurology that men and some cases, women truly need to start working on because they're going to have sexual dysfunction. It's not if I'm not the only person that has PID, there's millions that have this. And, and it's not, it's not if you'll get PID it's when it's just a matter of time before, you know, men eventually have ed and it's also a matter of time before they replace their partner with pixels on a screen Uh, because basically men where have they gone right now men are at war They're off at war. They're, they're battling for their soul, for their neurology Mm -hmm. and they're, they're in relationship with others right now. They're in, they definitely are, their brain believes they are in relationship sexually with numerous different women. When they're watching and engaging in pornography, they are slowly replacing, and I, I I hate to sound dramatic, but I have to be real about this. They're slowly replacing their partner pixel by pixel, dopamine crash by dopamine crash with a fantasy on a Mm -hmm. screen that they don't even really know why this is happening. Mm -hmm. And they're becoming really a shell and a corpse of who they're truly capable of being. And that's what I've experienced through my transformation is God wanted me to become the being I'm meant to be, that God wanted me to be. And that was the true miracle healing that I prayed for, that took me beyond my wildest expectations. I never thought I would be in this position today where I'm talking to you on a podcast (laughs) and I'm feeling so good. We're just letting go of the addictions, the addiction to ejaculation all the time and to pornography.
1: I feel the more stories that I hear, the more men who open up about this topic specifically. um, I have a few in mind where I've watched video after video, you know, of them sharing that that tends to be one of the first experiences that they have is they feel that they're being pulled away from their partner. They're being pulled away from that person. The sexual attraction is they start to feel like they're losing that sexual attraction. Um, They are tired. They're too tired. They're not interested because they've replaced that satisfaction. I mean, physiologically, as you're saying, your mind is literally being changed and shifted physically. The accessibility now is absolutely Horrendous. It's not a finding a magazine somewhere or, you know, flipping on a show accidentally one time when you're little. It is the click of a button. And I think that is where the accountability comes in. That's something, you know, my husband and I have had conversations about and community groups that we're a part of and just honoring God and having that eternal mindset. And the purpose and intentionality to say, I am going to either be open about this. If it's a struggle with other people so that they can hold me accountable, I'm going to be in community. I'm also just going to be very self-aware in acknowledging that this is not necessarily something that I just have full power to break that with God's grace and God's redemption. I have seen it lived out in so many men and women's lives where he has pulled them away from the grips of, as you said, this war yeah. on their souls, because that's exactly what it is. Not only is it destroying your soul, it's also destroying your marriage and, or relationships or even family relationships, things like this addiction can break anything, but the willingness to speak out and to name your sin and to name the struggle and to put it out in the light so that the enemy loses his power over it. And to say, okay, God, I am not in control of my own life. I'm not in control of all these things. However, I surrender these things to you. I surrender this brokenness. And I also ask for help and create practical implementation, you know, whether it's software on your phone that blocks that from being seen or communication accountability partner where you're constantly checking in so that this does not carry that grip on your life, because as you were saying, Brooke, it continues to demolish and steal, kill, and destroy everything in its path and can just be rapidly detrimental. But as you said, it's so normalized now. That people have this conversation and they just treat it as if it's nothing. And the comments I get on TikTok and Instagram reels when I talk about this are insane, you know, like I'm the insane one for yeah, seeing yeah, anything yeah. wrong with pornography. Yeah.
2: And- now that's because that's the that's the addiction speaking. So mm-hmm. it's just like an an alcoholic, you know, will rationalize and gaslight. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. Again, this is a process that happens neurologically as an addiction to alcohol cocaine, morphine, which we have no question about is an addiction. But when it comes to pornography, we have the added complication of not recognizing it for what it is as an addiction. And it is very serious. What's happening. I asked Daryl at the reward foundation, does he think it's getting better or worse as far as the pornography epidemic? And he said, he thinks it's getting worse. And we, it's up to all of us, the ones that have healthy neurology and are experiencing the light of God in us to, raise this awareness we have to we we have to transform this because this is we are going the wrong direction as a culture and it's very serious what's happening we want to have healthy minds healthy bodies healthy relationships uh, and it's taking us the exact opposite just because the pornography industry wants to make their money and our culture tells us that this is something that is neutral or okay and you cannot half half ask excuse my Language. You can't <laughs> half you can't half watch pornography. Yeah. You you have to fully get rid of it because it is an escalating addiction, just like addiction to alcohol or drugs, it's an escalating addiction. And it's only gonna get worse with time.
1: As men and women come to this place where they're like, okay. Brooke, this is something I want to do. I want to experience this, whether it's because I'm struggling with temptation with pornography or struggling with temptation to have an affair or struggling in whatever capacity. Uh-huh this, yeah. I want to start moving toward healing. Um, and I know you had mentioned, you know, kind of choosing to overcome in that way and having you have like Facebook group and accountability groups and things like that. Mm-hmm. What are maybe some paths that people can take in order to really pursue that healing? Okay.
2: First to make the connection to what's happening, realize what the science and neurology is saying, and then um, join the NoFap forums and commit to giving up this addiction Include your partner in every aspect. Let them know what you're going through, what you're experiencing, and get a coach too that's gone through this. I have a coach um, who I'm friends with, who he was a virgin and he was unable to have the first sexual experience of his life. And imagine how horrifying that is. You know, you're we're, we're naturally wanting to have this first experience of our lives, but you're you're being blocked from having that. I mean, that's what's happening. And so anyways, I'd get a coach and I would also, my audio is on Remojo, which is a, it's a app that blocks uh, pornography on your phone. Um, I would definitely, you need to, again, make this commitment that this deep connection to, I value my relationship and my self more than this addiction. And, and this is why I am, addicted to this, this is what the suffering I am going through is because of this addiction, making that connection is so important, you know, to, to, to being able to, you know, have success long-term because I've seen so many men struggle and I've wondered why are they unable? And I realized it's because I've never um, gone back to watching pornography. When I made the connection, I mean, I really made the connection on a deep, profound level that, this was my way out. I'm a, I've am i been on a journey with God and that's it. I mean, I've been open to learning and to exploration just in, in hand in hand with God, arm in arm with God, in God's arm. I would not be here without God. And that's why I dedicate the book to God and why I made this beautiful promise to God that I would write a book. That's it a is, huge feat. Yeah, yeah.
1: You should be proud. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. I really appreciated your perspective and let our audience know, and because I'm sure they'll be interested, where they can find You Are Not Broken and also where they can find you.
2: Um, so where to get my book? I have an audio in my own voice. I have a paperback and I have Kindle and mm-hmm. they are all on Amazon. I have my website where you can also hit the link at the top of my website. That'll take you to purchasing at Amazon.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. Thank you for being on with me and for chatting with our audience. Um, And for all of you, as you listen, as I always ask, if you enjoy this episode, make sure to take a screenshot, share on your stories, tag us and let us know what you gleaned from the conversation. Check out, you are not broken a holistic guide for men and women to heal the pathways of sexual dysfunction and restore relational harmony together. And as always, I love you guys. And I will talk with you next Monday.